0: Welcome to a standard edition of the Bumblecast. I'm your host Ian Flynn, the Bumble King, and joining me as always is my Bumble co-host Kyle JCRB Kraus.
1: Hi, I'm here. Oh, it's time. This is weird. We're doing this on a Friday. This isn't normal. Yeah. I feel very yeah. lost and scared, and <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Ian, help me. Help me. Well.
0: It's all right. It's all right. We just got bumped because of our wonderful patronage episode on Monday. Yes. And we're just going to go through our standard Q&A. This faded from, sir.
1: All right. Well, Discord, I'm going to kill you. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and get into these uh, Q&A questions from the standard Q&A. These all come from our uh, January live stream. Oh, neat. Okay. Yep. So let's jump in with one starting off with Chaos Sonic. What was it like starting the Archie comics right after Penders left? Uh, terrifying. (laughs) I mean, I don't think it it actually didn't leave right at the same exact time. There's at least one issue where he's, uh, he's credited at least.
0: Yeah, it was, there was a kind of a transitory period. I went in expecting to do backup stories. You know, I thought I was going to be the kind of second author And eventually work my way up to maybe doing lead stories as well until I was told, no, you're just taking over the book. It's like, oh, well, all right, then. So there wasn't really so much a passing of the torch. It was just kind of like, bing, I'm here now. And to go from, you know, a fan to leading the charge was terrifying. Yeah. But uh, exciting, too, because goodness. The whole world was my oyster or bivalve, I suppose.
1: Hmm. Yep. That's him. That's, that's right. I, I guess <laughs> here's one from Raphael C Were the events and places in Sonic Mania, all illusions slash virtual realities created by the Phantom Ruby. I don't think so.
0: I don't want it to be because I really want Mirage Saloon to be a real location just outside of oil ocean. Cause To me, that feels like a solid transition and not part of the extended chicanery. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think somebody needs to just go through and look at all of Mania and see right where the Phantom Ruby kicks in. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Next question is from Sonic Mania 2099. Is your team more restricted with IDW than Archie? It kind of feels like it at times
0: in some ways yes in some ways no um i'd say sega is more directly well sega absolutely is more directly involved with any original characters that come in from idw versus how it was an archie and they are paying i don't know i feel i could say more or less attention between the two books but i feel like there's a different kind of dialogue between IDW and Sega than Archie and Sega had it it feels like a different relationship. But I don't know to say one is more restrictive than the other. It's I don't know if you can really just hash it out like one one to one. I don't know. It it I've been at this so long maybe I'm just used to it. And it's like ah I'll I roll with the punches.
1: I don't know. <laughs> right. And our next question here comes from Marshall H. Omega's quotes in Sonic Heroes play he has a very low opinion of Gamma. Does he know about Gamma's own rebelling against Eggman? If not, how would he react to learning about it? I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't either. It's funny because I've I just played really sure Heroes pretty recently. I don't
0: remember. Yeah. But um, I'm going to have to try to look that up at some point. But in general, I mean, I think he would have Appreciate Gamma's you know Hitman approach to the rest of the E-100s but then he stops which is unacceptable you must continue to destroy all the Eggman robots mm-hmm. weak inferior earlier model couldn't compete
1: yeah 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 he, he, Omega is Omega's a tough critic man he's not he's, he's not uh, he's not one to mess around with Here's a question from System 509. Do you prefer the Death Egg Robot when it has rocket fists like in Sonic 2 or extendable arms like Generations and Mania? Rocket fists. Oh, yeah. Miles, miles Uh before
0: extendo arms. Yep,
1: yep, yep.
0: Flying robot pieces by default are just
1: cooler. Yeah, especially when they got rockets on them. That, 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 That makes it awesome. Absolutely. The extendo arms are a little funky.
0: I mean, I get it from a gameplay perspective. Yeah. But even like even if you could like jump on the rocket arms and like ride them back up, that's way cooler than running up an extendo arm. Yeah. Rocket arms.
1: Yeah, I feel like that was a uh maybe a concession made for at least for Mania, maybe. Because Mania um Death Egg robots the boss in Green Hill zone. So you don't want your first level boss to be like extremely difficult <laughs> but uh nah, I know. it does
0: kind of make a bit of continuity of generations so yeah
1: that too but it's still it's kind of like one of those things it's like eh, i don't know any gameplay thing but yeah no definitely the rocket fist here's a question from syed c would zombot sonic be the best robot sonic
0: nah zombot sonic would be one of the best zombots but i would say metal and any of the mechas could take him on, beat him. I mean the zombies themselves are resilient, but they're far superior in terms of robosonics.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say, like even roboticized Sonic or Mecha Sonic
0: from Archie. It's just Oh shoot, mecha sonic mecha madness? <laughs> yeah, that design. <laughs> that, yeah,
1: yeah. That guy that guy. That guy is a freaking beast. <laughs> Uh good times I missed that I missed that design freaking Patrick Spaziante on point yet again here's one from supersonic93 what would happen if there was a crossover between sonic and sailor moon huh. that happened in Archie didn't it yeah <laughs> pretty uh, princess sailor sally yeah yeah and sailor sally tuxedo and- nux yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, although the question will ever remain, should it be tuxedo Nux or Nuxedo mask?
1: Yeah. 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 Tux. nux. I don't know. I'm,
0: <laughs> I know of sailor moon, but I'm not like super well versed in it. So I can't get into that. Like real fun in depth thing about it. I feel like the sonic female cast is not as equipped to really readily come together and have a fun one-to-one with the Sailor Scouts. But I could be wrong, because, again, I'm not super well-versed in that series.
1: Yeah, I don't know. could still do that. He could have some fun. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It could work. It's basically a shonen superhero series. It's just female characters instead of male characters, really. (laughs) Here's a question from Vexen366. Since Sonic was in a Shin Megami Tensei spin-off, do you think it's possible if he can possibly defeat any of the gods in the series, like YHVH or Lucifer? I mean, maybe. It's not like he hasn't fought gods in the past. I was going to say, it's he's true. like, he's, he's a regular old god killer, man. He's done it before. He can do it again. I mean, is Hale really that much more
0: powerful than fully realized Solaris? Like, full <laughs> time and reality manipulation
1: guess that is yhvh huh (laughs) i don't know if that's like the proper pronunciation but i don't think it is i know i screwed it up but yeah okay you're right i completely it is okay yahweh or no way it is pagan all right cool so yeah he probably could here's a question from the v-man Sorry if this has been answered before, but I'm very curious about the thought process behind world building for licensed IPs versus a project you have total control over, like Dragoon. Uh,
0: number one, thank you for the name drop. Uh, Number two, I would say in a lot of ways, building for a licensed IP is easier than starting from scratch because something like Sonic or Mega Man or in, uh, Rivals of Aether gives you materials to build with. It gives you a a visual language. It gives you a number of inherent themes. You know, even if you just have fighting stages to build off of, that still gives a texture that you can spin out of. And even if the pieces are very wildly far apart, you can draw lines between them. Or in Mega Man's case, there was a solid storyline across like 15 friggin games to follow the roadmap was there right so the difficulties of course come from making sure that any new information or new elements fit with what has come before and would not potentially detract from what will come later depending on how alive the franchise is it depends on how much the licensor is willing to let you play with their toys and you know do stuff with. So there's certainly challenges there but you are given so much material to work with. I feel like it's easier than starting from scratch cuz with Dragoon it's like well what are my themes? What is the visual language? What are the rules of my universe? What is the scope? You know with a licensed book you have so many pages and so many issues to work with. There's a budget to do with joe goon what is the format am i aiming for webcomic am i doing a graphic novel what what am i doing with this what is the tone everything that is kind of taken for granted in a licensed ip you have to come up with and decide yourself and then maintain that and keep it consistent going forward it's certainly a different challenge and you would think it's easier because the only boss you have to answer to is yourself But that requires a degree of discipline and self-analysis that can be, in a lot of ways, much harder than having somebody else telling you that, no, you're off-brand, do it this way.
1: Yeah. I think that's why fanfic is so popular, because it kind of gives you a built-in world that you don't have to necessarily sit there and build from the ground up your whole thing.
0: Fanfic is fantastic. It's a great way Mm -hmm. for people to learn how to write
1: yep and it's just fun in general so yeah fanfic is great yep and our last question before we take a quick break and as we fly through this episode uh this one comes from the acquainted guy if jack specific ever made tangle and whisper action figures considering ge have been making plushies how happy would you be and just how many would you buy of each of them
0: I don't think human speech can properly articulate just how ecstatic I would be for that kind
1: of merch. The squee heard around the world. I I don't (laughs) think humans
0: can make the proper noise. I think it would be a train. Suddenly it would become luminous upon the horizon as I just glow with pride and joy. (laughs) Um, And I would only purchase one of each. Because I want everyone to have their fair share at getting one. I'm not going to hoard them. I'm not going to scalp them. But I definitely want them.
1: Sega, Jax, you know what to do. I think it's time. I mean, we're finally getting a freaking Rouge after how many years? That's true. I'm really surprised we never got a Rouge figure or anything. That's, I mean, we that just need to reissue of a Blaze and we're pretty good. Yeah. Yep. I'm into it. Make it happen, somebody, somebody, do it. In the meantime, we're gonna we're gonna do a break, and then we'll be back with more Bumblecast. And we have returned, and we are gonna jump right back on in with Frank Seven Six Four Zero. If the events of Sonic Forces were repeated, but this time all the main crew is captured except for Sonic. Shadow and Silver, who of them would be the best to lead the resistance? Uh, (laughs) Ah,
0: best is a very loaded word. Uh, um,
1: (laughs) I would say none of the above, and you'd have to make a new character.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I think Shadow would at least be the most decisive. He would be able to pick the appropriate targets to strike, but he would also be of the mindset of acceptable casualties yeah and silver and sonic are not
1: which i mean to be fair knuckles was too with his whole big wave thing where lots of people died
0: yeah but i don't think he
1: understood (laughs) no he didn't no he didn't no he did not why
0: (laughs) did they not call it operation tsunami
1: (laughs) because they had to save tsunami for you so you could use kit tsunami I mean, what
0: sounds cooler, Operation Tsunami or Operation Big Wave?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it sounds like Good Knuckles would come up with. What's that big, what's what's a big wave called in the ocean when it's a really big wave? Oh, let's call it Big Wave, yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was just because Big it was supposed to wave, like that was, the, that, was the, that was the thing. It was supposed to be Big Wave it's operation big wave big and big starts waving that's what it was <laughs> it's meant to be a wave of bigs oh maybe that's what it was yeah yeah yeah
0: you see the shadow rise up uh, from the surf and it's just a bunch of tumbling cats one after the other frog froggy 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 froggy, froggy. <laughs> froggy, froggy, froggy. whoa froggy i'm getting dizzy
1: froggy <laughs> okay Good, because I imagine him bouncing along going foggy, 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 foggy. foggy. <laughs> A thousand. They
0: kind of trundle along once they fall out of the wave, only to get swept up by it as it passes.
1: It's like millions of voices screaming out foggy all at once. <laughs> and then we're suddenly silenced. <laughs>
0: There's just one
1: in there going, <laughs> wipe out. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) We got a question here from Jeffrey St. John. Yes, the weirdo skunk himself. Ian, what gave you the idea to turn me into a traitor in the Archie comics? Was it a way to give me more panel time or was it just for fun?
0: It was trying to make him interesting again. (laughs) Again? Like, like the most to me. Now, your mileage may vary okay but to me jeffrey was at his most interesting when he was a morally gray character when you weren't really sure whose side he was on was the rebel underground legit was he actually trying to restore the kingdom of acorn on his own terms or was he just like some weird agent doing his own thing Uh, when he was kind of manipulating Elias, when he had his first stint as acting monarch and all this other stuff. It was, to me, it was the most interesting when he was that kind of questionable, he's on our side. What is he really? And then afterwards, when he just became, you know, the hard as nails, special ops, he's a hero. He fights the bad guys thing. It's like, eh, he's, he's become generic. He's boring. So when we were putting together the, uh, encyclopedia for the Archie series, and I'm going through all of his weird directions in the book, it's like a lot of this doesn't add up. What if this was all one long con and put it all together that way? And that gave him back that kind of morally gray edge that, questionable alliance thing that even when he was you know straight up okay he's working with nagas now it wasn't just a full heel turn there were shades of gray to it and you could kind of understand the desperateness he was in to a degree and that to me was way more interesting than just oh now he's a secret agent and he's out there doing agent stuff
1: secret agent skunk hmm <laughs>
0: <laughs> They've given you a number, <laughs> but took away Froggy.
1: Oh, Froggy. Here's a question from Geo. What would Starline think of Mega Man 8 Robot masters Uh well he would probably just look take one look at Clown Man and uh say, nope, I'm out. Uh I mean I'm kinda of at a loss because why
0: Mega Man 8
1: specifically? I think because they're generally considered some of the weaker designs in the series. Yeah? Okay. Well, And and Mega Man 8's considered one of the weakest games in the series, so. Mm -hmm. Just, uh, it's been a while since I did my Mega Man, you
0: know, lore deep dive stuff. Right. What was special about the 8's? And Mm -hmm. I don't know if as long as they're effective, you would think they're fine.
1: Yeah, I guess. I I feel like I'm missing the point of the question here, so I apologize. (laughs) They're all very, like, they are all very rainbowy colored. Like, they do not have a, like, a specific color scheme. It just seems like throw in as many colors as possible for most of them. So it kind of gets, like, the design elements get kind of muddied.
0: Well, given how Starline seems to enjoy his more monochrome themes, maybe he'd find them a bit garish. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are. (laughs) They look... Uh, they're not my favorite designs, personally, either, but, you know, eh. Oh, well, that's fine. Here's one from Mike Mike Golby. How would Eggman and Lex Luthor get along?
0: Uh, I guess it depends on which version of Lex we're talking about.
1: Mm. Um, they, I'm uh, d- going- They do have one-track mind of taking out their worst enemy, but for different reasons. Yeah,
0: I mean... I'm going to go with the DC animated universe stuff Mm -hmm. because that's what I'm the most familiar with. And I feel like that's one of the best remembered. So if anything, it would kind of go like the world's finest special where they have a common goal and he tolerates Eggman to the same degree. He tolerated Joker. He can appreciate the degree of Eggman's brilliance, but he does does not like the personality and the ego that goes with it. Missing the fact that Lex has an ego that is quite easily comparable. <laughs> <laughs> and there, they, it would lead to your, you know, vile but inevitable betrayal where Luther thinks he can take the egg tech for himself and be more effective with it. But Eggman steals the show and attacks Metropolis with a giant flying egg face.
1: Yeah. Yeah the supergirl version of lex luthor is fantastic um is very similar to eggman actually <laughs> uh he's he's just got that sort of gloating huge ego like the, a planetoid sized ego everywhere he goes and it's just it's pretty great and uh hmm I'm trying to think if he would get along with eggman <sighs> I feel like he would just be trying to outmanipulate Eggman for as long as possible till he could accomplish what he was trying to do. But the question is, could each of them, would each of them manipulating each other, cancel the other, cancel them out? Or <laughs> like, like, it's kind of like, uh... <laughs> it's hard to say.
0: Eggman, Eggman's not really that much of a manipulator, though. He mm. He's more overt. I guess he that's true, He bullies, but he doesn't really
1: manipulate, Yeah, maybe I guess I feel like then maybe, uh, maybe Lex would pull the wool over his eyes in that case, because that's Lex's whole thing is to basically make you think he's like on your side, basically. And then in the end, it's like, nope, I was doing my own thing this whole time. Sucks to be you. And then he walks away. So, I think he would, uh, I think they'd work together for as long as Lex could stand until finally his secret plan was enacted. I think it would work. And then they fight. Here's a question from Certified Nobody Are humans in the Sonic Universe capable of having superhuman abilities like Sonic and Friends? Does Eggman's IQ of 300 count as super intelligence? Good question. Um, I don't know. We haven't
0: seen any superhumans up to this point. We haven't seen a ton of humans, to be fair. Uh, I would definitely say Eggman's IQ would count. Yeah. If we're talking about skills, but I don't know. That'd be kind of fun if there were other superhuman things, or maybe
1: that's just a trait to the talking animals. I don't know. Hmm. And even then, only like a very small subset of the talking animals. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep. And here's one from Miles T Per Hour. What are Blaze's memory status after the post-reboot? She remembers Bean from the Tango arc, so she didn't quite forget everything. I am not sure what that's a reference to.
0: Maybe that was a plot hole. I don't know. Uh, The intention was that post-reboot all was forgotten. So.
1: Well, maybe it was like an off-screen, an off-panel arc that we never got to see where they met before.
0: Maybe. I don't know what the reference is, so I'm not sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm seeing that someone assumed that Blaze was shielded from the memory loss because she was in an alternate dimension. Nope.
0: For all sorts of safety's sake, everything got the boot.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. I still think it would be neat if she did remember everything, but, you know, it just never came up. <laughs> I will headcanon that. Here's a question from Gareth S., in a straight fist fight with no chaos powers or special weapons, etc., who would win, Knuckles or Shadow? I think my money would be on the guy tougher than leather.
0: <laughs> uh, I guess the question is: Is Shadow's super strength derived from his chaos powers, or is it something innate? Like, does he have you know fuel in the tank that gives him that extra oomph, or is that? just as naturally strong it would be a cool fight to see that is for sure
1: time for you to write it make it happen shadows gotta do so shadows gotta fight a strong foe knuckles is a strong foe he, no, shadow would need to seek him out on angel island look at that it writes itself <laughs> <laughs> here's a question from mecca from the 80s will we see the town slash city from where starline came from maybe one day i don't know if we'll ever get
0: deep into his backstory
1: i i didn't know he came from anywhere i thought he just was i thought he just he (laughs) is starline he just like the world was created and along with it was starline and there he is here's a question from robin m in the mobile game sonic racing classic sonics bio states classic sonic is a younger sonic from older times does that mean Sega will be reconsidering the usage of Classic as an alternate Sonic? Unless that alternate Sonic
0: is also the past Sonic.
1: <laughs> oh let's boy. wait for official word on that. Here's one from Joe M. Do Sonic's friends folk breathe and hear through their eyes? Since Whisper hears the wisps through her mask, and Sonic uses goggles underwater in Sonic 1 in the scrapped version. I mean, maybe... Sure, why not? Leah brought up a good point. They must
0: breathe through their feet because they always have shoes on, and that's why they're able to get around in space. But um makes sense. Perfect. Yeah. And this last question here is for you, Kyle. Uh-oh. This comes from MSP 169. Are you secretly a human bee hybrid and converted Ian to be one of your species to form the bumblecast? What's the buzz? What are you hiding?
1: No. I've- course not no that's not the case no no i i have i do not i i do not say that you cannot be serious no no oh no kyle broke out in hives tried to hold it in but i could not <laughs> i've been caught red and tended. i mean handed that must sting uh. <laughs> uh. i don't have any more <laughs> i think we're done we're We here are super done yeah
0: but before we go a big thank you to all the patrons who make this show possible all 100 of you from patreon.com backslash bumblecast and backslash bumblecast. Thank you to Daniel H, Alex P, James K, John B, Jennifer R, Robotnik Holmes, Samuel P, Sam Cybercat, Torchbound, Mike B, coupling Crew 128, Duas Dizdin, DK, Andrew D, Dave M, Off, Salute Your Cat, Scruffy Matt, Chris A, J Frost, Sony, John M, Noni, Hero of Light 13, Jib Dawn B Yami M Lee H K Lisa M Ryan D Chavel Blue Title Gamer Tick Tick Invade Turbo Tunis, Ben W Fiona M Final Meal Sonic 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 Jonathan D Ian Dadler The Dalek Chaos Universe Sonic Legacy Daniel B Godzilla Nemark, Pedantic Cat Red The Supernamic Dove Pandolce Joe S Chad Solaris Stain The Nameless X Jennifer H Preston M Nathan J Ave Arctic Les Alferman, Or You Can Sapphire Scarletta, Chase L Noah S Axis, Patron Saint of the Chicken Nuggies, St. Jerry, Kojiro Highwind, Professor Rye, Cameron H, Red W, Callum Q, Owen BD, Kimiko, Radry, Santoroni the Painter, Scurvy Pirate Hog, Joey the Sonic Fan, Just a Mountain Soul, Turbo Crooker, Maddie H, Lewis J, Taya H, H, N Zephyr, KJB, Mox, Rusty Cook, Four Sonic Fan, Techno Cinema, Netra 14, and Tails, Dream Chaos Voltage, Derusiful, Lacey m unlikely veronica lewis c many hats madeline blue star 7 and gab sam
1: so many so many it just they just just keep coming it it never ends never ends but the show ends so we're out of here we are we are
0: thank you again for all your support thank you for listening to the bombcast and we will see you monday for the priority q a until then be good to yourselves be good to each other And we'll see you next time
1: on the Bumblecast. See you later. I'm going to go puke up some honey. Or whatever it is they do. I think it's puking up. I don't think they poop it out. Do they? Bees poop out honey? Or is it puking out? Either way. It's like, gross. (laughs) (sighs) Mmm. Bee barf. Alright, we're done.
0: I feel like it's funnier just to let you go on that tear.
1: What yeah, I know. I real I realized what you were doing. You just let you just let me hoist myself by my own petard all the time. <laughs> you do it all the time. You just sit there and just wait for me to say something really dumb and then I do. And then we move on. <laughs> this one should be a lot faster. The questions yep, are much shorter. <laughs> Acid refluxes, stir back. Oh, no. <coughs> oh, no. I hate that. I hate it. Jeez, I get it like every time I eat chili. <laughs> mm. or, or pizza. It's like, ah! Yep. Sucks. Will we see the town slash city where Eggman is? We're... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Completely wrong. No, no, do go
0: on. Do do make that mistake again.
1: (laughs) That was almost a Joker laugh. (laughs) You've been listening to the Bumblecast, a co-production of Bumbleking Comics and the KNGI Network. Original theme music composed by Ken Coda Snyder. Remixed Intro by T-Lopes Find out more information along with podcast feeder links, mp3 downloads and more at BumbleKing.com and KNGI.org Honestly, Mega Man 8's Robot Masters are some of my least favorite.
0: Because this is when they start to look more like uh, Mavericks.
1: Kind of.
0: Some of them, I guess. To a degree.
1: At least Tango. Tengu Man kind of does. Like uh,
0: Grenade Man? Let me pull him up. Grenade Man? No, okay, no, he's he's definitely more Mega Man-y. Yeah, he's more
1: classic, yeah. No, uh, None of them are really super animal-based Except for a Tengu of, Man. Because
0: there's there's one there's one game where their proportions are super detailed and very, very humanoid.
1: Yeah, it's, uh... Hmm. I don't know, because uh, these are all pretty much on brand, but... Maybe I'm thinking of 7? Well, no, 7's bosses are all very similar to 8's design-wise. They're not that different. Uh... I'm seeing that eleven had the most human-looking ones, I guess. But hmm. mm, hold on, this is bugging me. Um,
0: it's one of the ice-themed robot masters.
1: Chill, man. What about him? No. No, no, that's definitely a. It's not Freeze Man. That's, that's Mega Man same. Seven.
0: Yeah, Freeze Man. That that looks like a Mega Man X design to me.
1: Really? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, like, think I mean, it's there's classic elements classic.
0: to it, but the, the way the legs are designed, the way that the details are on the body, to me, that looks like, hmm. well, like seven, kind of a middle point between the two.
1: Well, Seven and X were kind of uh, being developed simultaneously, so I don't know if that's maybe the case. But um, if you look in the chat, there's a picture of Tundra Man, who's kind of similar. Is
0: kind of maverickish, too, but his design is way more simple looking. Like, you have, sure, you have the crystal shards and such, but the, the coat, the legs, they're all kind of uniform in color. The icy structures are very uniform and simple. Whereas, Freeze Man, look at all the facets and all the details on the crystal geometry. Look at all the details on the boots, the, the swooping lines, the vents just the number of different tangents and lines on his pelvic region, the number of lights and different stuff going on with the chest. The fact that he's got some kind of weird vent things going on with the gloves.
1: Yeah. It's a bit more like a, it's a more reploid in style. Yeah. Blast yeah. man. Uh, he's,
0: he's kind of towing the line too, but there comes a point with the classic stuff where, you know, there's only so much you can do without it being bland and there have been some reploids that straight look up like Mega Man char- uh, classic characters. So, yeah. Like, it's not really a one or the other type of thing. There are cases for both.
1: But, yeah, I don't know. Generally, I guess it's like robot masters are generally smaller than reploids, but. Not always. It's kind of like there's. Yeah, it's it's not. It's it's a very. More
0: rounded shapes, more simplicity in design. Yeah. Yeah. More immediately repeated. Yeah. All the little doodads and stuff.
1: Yeah.